This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. You know who was just at Wimbledon? RPJ Glasser, the host of Sunday's Bets. Giving out his plays. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown! Alabama wins! Props. Jackson takes it himself. Look at him turn back and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles. Now he's got an entourage. And he's got a touchdown. Parlays for today. Parlay. That's the one. Parlay. Parlay. It's PJ Glasser. He's our guy, host of Send It In every weekday at 1.30 in the East. Also on Twitter, PJ Glasser. PJ, you just got back. I want to hear about your trip. And I don't want to insinuate anything. But I was just talking about wearing a black shirt. If you have been into the prayer rooms at Wimbledon and you, sir, are wearing a black shirt. Good morning to you. <laughs> Good morning, Jags. Yeah, I can I can honestly say I did not hear any strange noises while I was there. So I okay, think that's, good, a big, good. That, that's a big win. Uh, but I did see some uh, I saw a couple celebrities, which was cool. That's always like the big thing. Uh, I saw John McEnroe. We were using uh, the bathroom on center court because that's as close as we could get to center court. And right by the bathroom was the door where uh, ESPN broadcasts and John McEnroe walks right out of there. So that was pretty cool. And then the random one that I saw was Kristaps Porzingis, who I guess, you know, you got a little more money, right? You sign with the Celtics and what do you do in your offseason? You go to Wimbledon. And you enjoy some tennis. So those were the celebrity sightings that I had. But uh, it was awesome, guys. It uh, it lives up to the height. It's so it's so beautiful in person. And I think the best part about it is that the whole facility is like walking distance in less than ten minutes, right? Like you can be on one side oh, really? of Wimbledon on like court two, and then you can be on the other side on like the hill, which is famous, where everybody kind of gathers and watches in like less than ten minutes. So. It's uh, it, it was really cool. That's awesome. Did you get to watch any good matchups? Because I'll say this. What I noticed from watching on TV when I was watching this on the treadmill and I couldn't find any other sports to watch, uh, even the the matchups where it wasn't the big names, it looked like a full house. Like, it looked like they had good crowds for just about everything. So, like, did you get to uh, watch any memorable matches? Uh, what did you, like, what did you take away from the experience when it comes to tennis and not just celebrities? Yeah, so uh, I got to see the number five women's player in the world, Caroline Garcia, so that was pretty cool. The best matchup that I saw was actually one of the men's players who's still alive in the quarterfinals is uh, Ramon Sofalin. He was playing Bautista Agut from Spain, who was like the number 20 player in the world or something. They were playing on one of the outside courts on like court eight or nine, and uh, we watched a couple sets of that. It got, it had to get, delayed due to uh 
due to just the weather and due to the fact that it was like one of the later matches. But it, uh, it we watched Sofalin, and now I get home and see that he's in the quarterfinals. So uh, that was pretty cool to see him. The way it works, though, Chelsea is you can either if you get there really, really early in the morning when, when you are waiting in the queue, you can get tickets to like center court or court one, which is where all the big matches are. But you have to get there in the morning at like the, the previous night. So if you want to get in oh, to wow. the match, if you want to get into the grounds at like 10 a.m. on Monday, you have to get there in line at like 7 or 8 p.m. on Sunday and then camp out and wait in line. If you want to go to like center court or court one, and then if you want to go to like court two, which is where I end up going, you get there at like 4 a.m. And then if you just want a grounds pass just to like be in Wimbledon and walk around, you can get there at like six, seven, eight in the morning. So that was one thing I didn't anticipate. You know, we tried to get there early, hoping we could get like court one tickets or something, but they were already, they were already packed and sold out. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Good to know, though, because I feel like that's one of those events when you talk about, hey, what's on your bucket list in sports that maybe doesn't immediately come to mind. But when I hear you talk about it and I listen to other people who have been there, you think, hey, that's something that I would definitely want to experience. We're talking with PJ Glasser, the host of Send It In every weekday at 1.30 in the East here on the BetQL Network. So since you just got back from England and the tournament is still ongoing, let's talk Wimbledon futures it's that time of year PJ where are you thinking about putting your money yeah so on the men's side guys I mean it's it's tough not to still like Djokovic I, I thought the match yesterday between Alcaraz and Berrettini I thought whoever was going to win that one I thought was going to have the best shot at beating Novak in the final so Alcaraz got through he beat Berrettini in four sets he plays Holger Rune on Wednesday um, which is going to be a tough matchup, but I think Alcaraz does get to the final. I think it's going to be Djokovic and Alcaraz, and I think Djokovic is going to beat him. So I, I do like Novak in uh, in the final. I would say the one thing maybe, I don't want to lay like a minus 200 with Novak to win the final. I think the best thing to do if you want to bet him is maybe hope that he drops like the first set or something, or maybe he drops the first set and he's trailing at some point in the second set and you can get like a reduced price on him, betting him live in-game. Um, because I just, you know, even though some people feel like minus 200 is such a good price because there's such a gap between him and the next player, that's the way I would kind of bet Novak. And then on the women's side, it is so wide open. You have so much firepower left on the women's side. All the top four seeds are still alive. The number six seed owns Jabor is still alive, and she was in the Wimbledon women's final last year. Madison Keys is still alive. She's number 25th in the world, so... The women, I mean, you can make a case for so many different people. I kind of like the defending champion, though, Alina Rybikina. She is just, she's a robot out there. I was uh, doing a show yesterday, and Drew Dinsick, the whale capper, was on and said that they call her Robot Kina because she just doesn't show any emotion. She is so stoic. She goes about her business. She won Wimbledon last year, and she looks every bit the defending champion. So Owns Jabor versus Rebekina is going to be a tremendous matchup tomorrow. I think the winner of that wins Wimbledon, and uh, I think it's going to be Elena. I think she's going to win it again. Well, that's the most I have listened to about somebody analyzing tennis in a long time. And I tip my hat to you, sir, uh, because you're making it enjoyable. But here's the thing. We are approaching the doldrums of betting when it comes to this next week because we're not going to have a ton of baseball. So maybe something we can direct our attention to is the Scottish Open. 
over in the golf world. I know you have some bets for us. So speak to the people who are looking for something to bet on. Chelsea, this is Europe's time of the year to shine, right? They got Wimbledon. They got a couple golf tournaments. This is what this is what it's about. So the Scottish Open's got a great field this week because everybody wants to tune up for the Open Championship, which is next week. And obviously, when you go to Europe, it's a totally different style of golf. They play on Lynx golf courses, which are, which are a lot different than what we're used to here in America. And obviously, the weather is so much different, too. I was looking at the forecast for the tournament this week. Some of those wind gusts that they're projecting could reach like 25 or 30 miles per hour. So it's going to be tough. It's going to be a lot different than what those guys are used to seeing. You can see if you're watching on Twitch, I mean, how strong the field is this week. You got Scotty, Rory, Cantlay, Shoffley, Hovland's in there, Ricky Fowler, who just won. So it's a loaded field. The guy I like, though, is Jordan Spieth at 20 to 1. Anytime we go to Europe, anytime we're playing Lynx golf, I always, I always tend to bet speed, and it's because of his creativity. When you go to Europe, it's so much about it, it, your creativity and the style of shots that you play, and your short game has to be really, really good. And Jordan just checks all those boxes, and he's obviously been playing pretty good golf this year. He hasn't won a tournament yet, so I, I think he is due to win one at some point this season, but uh, I, I like Spieth a lot at the Scottish this week, and I, I think I'm going to back him at the Open next week as well. BJ, we got about three minutes left here in this segment, so we clearly have the Major League Baseball All-Star game tonight, so this is a perfect time if you're looking at a division future or a World Series future, you can put that in at BetMGM. What are you looking at? So I, I can't wait for the second half of the baseball season um, and, and what's going to happen with some of these different teams. Everybody's talking about the Reds, right, and, and deservedly so in the NL Central and kind of the impact that Ailey De La Cruz has had. What I just can't get over is the fact that the Reds are leading that division. It seems like everybody is on the Reds. Nobody wants to bet the Brewers, yet the Brewers are still the betting favorite in the NL Central. Everything mm -hmm. I know about sports betting is telling me to bet the Brewers. The fact that the public, the media, everybody is on Cincinnati. They're the fun team that everybody wants to bet, that everybody wants to watch. The Brewers are a boring team. Nobody wants to bet the Brewers. Nobody wants to watch the Brewers. Yet they're still favored, and they're trailing Cincinnati by a game in the division. So the NL Central, I think, is being talked about a lot just because of the kind of the insurgence of the Reds. But I like the Brewers to win that division. So I'm interested to see how that one plays out. But that's kind of the division race that really jumps out to me is that NL Central. I'm going to check in on that real quick. Oh, oh go ahead, Chelsea. <laughs> I know. Do it. Have, check it. Because did you see the face that I was making? Listen, PJ, I put money on the Brewers last year. And you know what they did at the trade deadline? They traded away some of their best closers. So that's the question I have for you. Do you really trust this front office to well, make good moves at the trade deadline? Yeah, see, Chelsea, that's a great point you bring up, right? Is because Corbin Burns has been in discussion of a lot of trade talks, and if he gets traded, that would definitely hurt them. I'm just trusting the guys in Vegas, and I'm trusting the odds makers, and the fact that the Brewers are still favored, that's that's alarm bells for me. So I'm still riding with Milwaukee, even though Cincinnati, it's been an incredible story here. He is BJ Glasser, host of Send It In every weekday at 1.30 in the East, fresh off a trip to Wimbledon and the All England Club. BJ, we always appreciate the insight. Glad you had a great trip. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. You bet. Man, I saw PJ with that black shirt, and I was like, no way.
it's all coming together. <laughs> but I, I can't, well, I, I say I can't believe, I actually can believe having to camp out the night before to get center court seats for whatever the main draw is at Wimbledon. That's why you see all the celebs because they're not camping out. They're just spending God knows how much money and they're walking in whenever they want. But the lay people like you and me, Chelsea, we'd have to spend the night in a tent or something outside just to go to center court. That's an, I, it would be an amazing experience, but I don't know if I would have the gumption to do that. I wouldn't do that. And again, the American equivalent, Black Friday. People camp out for like a 46-inch oh TV. Right. Congrats, America. A worse version. <laughs> I say $50 on this at Walmart, <laughs> guys. 50 bucks, all right? For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.